So I've been recommending to people to look at it. Don't look at being, you know, having this hugely successful online course only, but take a look at your business and say, given the people that I serve and what I do, how does this fit into the mix? You are listening to Connect, Inspire, Create, and I am your host, Carol Clegg. Join me as we discuss a variety of topics on my show, including entrepreneurial journeys, life skills, mindset motivation, and marketing resources. Get ready for some valuable insights from my fantastic guests that will help empower and motivate you on this business journey. So let's dive in together and find inspiration to create success in midlife entrepreneurship. To my new listeners, hello and welcome. I am glad that you have chosen to come and spend some time with us. In today's episode 115, we are going to be chatting about turning your expertise into relevant, memorable training that sticks. Are you ready to hear fresh strategies to create powerful online courses? Perhaps you're procrastinating as you don't know what the next steps are or how to package your idea and information into a course that people will not only complete, but achieve their desired results. That's always what we're looking for is not only that completion, but that getting what what you've promised. And Nancy shared with me um, that there's just a, a figure for you to sort of think about. The demand for online, virtual, and digital courses is so strong and growing, and it's expected to reach over $325 billion by 2025. So let me introduce my guest today. Nancy Geary is a course creation expert. She works with businesses of all sizes, from solopreneurs to Fortune 100 companies, to turn their expertise into high-profit courses. She creates engaging, fun, and interactive programs that get you results. And that includes some different opportunities. One is done with you. Another one is done for you. Course creation for solopreneurs. Detailed support, which I'm going to ask Nancy a little bit more about, for organizations. And if you are looking for a captivating keynote speaker, do take a look on Nancy's website with some of her popular keynotes that she has done. So welcome, Nancy. Thank you for being part of the show. Oh, it's my pleasure to be here today. Lovely. I am excited to dig into this topic. But before we do, I'd love to just let our audience know a little bit about Nancy behind the scenes. So I have two quick questions, if that's okay. okay. Sure, sure. <laughs> All right. But what is something that people would be super surprised to know about you? They'd be super surprised to know that when I was 18, that I won a bikini slalom ski race. To look at me today, you wouldn't expect How that. How fun is that? <laughs> <laughs> It'd be the frightening, frankly, do, if I did it today. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm moving on to a different, coming at a different angle, thinking about who has been kindest to you, who comes to mind. Do you know the, the person that always comes to mind or people that come to mind when I hear kindness are my parents. Uh, they were both very generous people. 
And I remember one time uh, my dad was looking at somebody was upset about they'd given somebody a gift and they didn't, they didn't appreciate it. And my dad said, you know what? When you give a gift, you give a gift. That's it. And you, yeah. do, and you give because it's something you want to do for someone mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, taught me early on is really to, to not have a lot of, um, of expectations Right. Because yeah. oftentimes that leads to disappointment. Absolutely. <laughs> and I, I love that. You're giving a gift, you're giving it from the heart and let that be. You're not responsible for somebody else's reaction. That's, that should, that the joy should come in, in the giving. Right. That, um, yeah. and, if, if, and if there's appreciation, you know, that that's, that's, not, yeah. it's always nice. But if, if you go into it with, you know, I'm doing this, uh, that you've got an, a motive behind it. Right. That, that you've it. chosen, that you've chosen to do that. So I love all the encouragements and different things that I see on your website. And so I just wanted to start with, you know, I know a lot of people get stuck with this whole course creation. Sure. What do you think, and your clients, I know we talk about them being a, a broad spectrum because you're talking to the solopreneurs and I love the fact that you have things for companies to be able yes. to, you know, to yes. include in their training and so many different things. But what do you think the client's biggest challenge? And I know that's probably not a one-word answer. What do you, where do they sort of start with this big challenge that then they don't, they don't move? What and how do you big- help them with sure. that? One of the biggest challenges that people have is they have a lot of content that they've created over the years and it's disorganized. It's all over the place. And to be able to look across it and figure out how to pull it all together, that's the, that is the big challenge on, on the front end. Then as we get further down the line, the second challenge that comes up is when it comes to recording video, even though we've all been living on zoom for the last few years, uh, there's still this sense of um, discomfort around video, whether they're doing it in a home office in a Zoom space or they go into a studio, because it's, you know, that's your, you know, you're, you're putting your whole persona out there when you go on, uh, when, you're, when you're doing video. And people will often choke um, at that point. But, but it's really kind of getting past that first hurdle in the beginning of coming up with, well, what is it that you want to accomplish and who do you serve? And then to be able to look across all the material you have and say, okay, how do I put all of this together in a way that's going to make sense? That's going to be easy to follow. And that's going to be focused on the core objective that I want to get people to. Right. And that is where you come in with this yes. done for you or done with yes. you, which I love that you have both options. <laughs> you know, and, and sometimes, you know, it's as simple sometimes as just saying to people, and you know, when I'm when I'm coaching them through the process to go, okay, just start going through and think about, well, what presentations do you have? Start look at your presentations, look at your articles, just just go through and take time to put all of that content into one folder and label it in a way so that you know what's there. I mean, it's, it seems obvious, but like a lot of it, you know, we, we keep doing things and we just, you know, you save it, you save it, you save it. You don't necessarily think about, well, from a repurposing mindset when you're creating the content, even though certainly it's a lot easier to start (laughs) 
start fresh, or, right, or to start with something. But I like that when you say pull things together because it's giving you this bird's eye view at least. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And as you said, because I stumble across things that I've stored in Google Drive and I went, oh, wow, that's brilliant. <laughs> I yeah. forgot about it. <laughs> where, where, where did that go? But, so, and I'll then, you know, and bringing then, it together. And then once they they come up with, you know, a high-level outline, then, you know, I, then we look at it and go, okay, what is the information that people need to know versus what is nice to know? What right, is more enrichment right. content? So if you're trying to get people to a particular skill level, what is what is the essential information to get them there? And then right. what is other information that they can bring in that may be interesting? You know, there's a certain amount of enrichment, but it's not um, it's not critical. Right. So and that kind at- of answers, because I was going to ask you, you know, what type of content do you feel? That, and let's talk with the solopreneur hat on. I mean, I'd love for sure. people to share, obviously, that you work with corporations and companies and that, you know, could perk somebody's ears and go, I need to share Nancy with a company that <laughs> should be perfect. But for my my audience, you know, thinking of this, this midlife woman solopreneur, what kind of content is going to work best in an online course. And I know once again, it's, well, what are you teaching or what are you trying to get out of this? But is there certain content that leave that alone, don't bring that in and focus on this rather? When you're when we're looking at content, one of the main ways to consider it is how much feedback does somebody need to be successful? What, what can they do on their own? And I find with a lot of the people that I work with that are coaches, there's certain basic ideas. There's certain um, activities that people can work through on their own independently. But if you really want to dig deeper, let's say around mindset, for example, that's something that is coming up all the time, but you have to have the right mindset. Well, you could give me some exercises, some practices that I can use. You can tell me to create a gratitude journal to have daily affirmations. And I can, I can, okay, I've got that. But what if I do that? And I'm still feeling kind of like, eh, you know, or I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm grateful. <laughs> I believe I'm awesome, but am I really <laughs> that doesn't sound, getting doesn't, the benefits? You know, right. I'm just saying it, but I'm not, I'm not, I haven't embodied it yet. So I've been recommending to people to look at it. Not, don't look at being, you know, having this hugely successful online course only, but take a look at your business and say, given the people that I serve and what I do, how does this fit into the mix? Mm-hmm. I think people have been lulled into this idea of I'll make an online, I'll do an online course and I'm going to make millions and millions and millions of dollars. If you have a big list, yeah, that opportunity is there. But most people, in the solopreneur space, don't have a giant mailing list. So if you think about, it's probably easier to sell 10 high ticket packages that are maybe $5,000, than to try to sell hundreds of things or thousands mm-hmm. of things for $100. So if you right. look at, and, and it, the other part is by integrating this online content, that's the basic principles, it frees you up and it gives you more time to either serve more people or travel more or whatever, you know, I, either way, you have more leisure Here's the time. Travel. <laughs> Here's the travel that's on my mind today. Um, does it, you know, it gives you more leisure time or the opportunity to serve more people, right. make more money because you can work with them at a deeper level if they've, if you've given them 
go and do the first module about and read up about gratitude and the importance of gratitude and um, get your journal and get into the and, and start that practice. So then when you meet with them, you can talk about, well, tell me what you're experiencing, what's mm. happening. And then you mm. can then as a coach, you can meet them where they are. I love which, that. It's yeah, which is really which is really what coaches do. Right. They may have a plan. They may have like, here's my 12 month plan that I'm going to take people through. But somebody may be experiencing, uh, you know, maybe they're having job dissatisfaction or they're concerned about self image or whatever that might be. So you've got to kind of you got to take them where they are and go. Wait a minute, this is week two. <laughs> We're not talking about that for six weeks. But the person's like. But this is my. This is what I need now from exactly. you. Exactly, and that's that is the biggest um, challenge around um, that particular type of business, or even the consulting business, for example. But what you can have as a key difference is if you've built out courses and modules instead of sending somebody here. Here's a PDF you can read. Right. Then you can say, here's a core here. I want you to go and do this module in the course. Mm-hmm. And then they get that, then they get what they need. And then you can continue to, to, you know, keep your party moving. if you will. And I love that because I think that interaction of creating an entire package, it gives, as you say, the coach, that opportunity to actually be talking to the client. And to me, I hear, you know, accountability being taken care of. I hear procrastination being helped on on the other side. So that would lead me to how do we get our clients to complete courses? Because I think everybody, if you had to say, so how many courses did you sign up for this year? And how many did you complete? I know this. Well, I believe one of the biggest issues around completion rates is much of this initial wave of online courses, I think we're through like the first wave of it now, maybe even the second, they're flat, they're dull, Mm -hmm. excuse me, and they're boring because what they, what people did is said, well, great, I'm just going to, I'll just take these, I'll just take my webinar and I'll record it. And then I'll just put a little, I'll just send it out. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Here it is. And I'll add some worksheets. Well, a webinar is a very different experience because you've got people in the moment. They're in that community. It's what's going on. Then there's Q&A that's happening. That's with that those people in that moment. When you take it and then you put it out in the world, you're expecting people to watch something passively for an hour. And let's face it, most courses are not like binge watch. You know, it's not like, oh, I'm going to watch, I'm going to watch all of the show shrink from end to end because it's so awesome. But it's a different type of a, of a feeling. Here's the other thing that I believe is everybody on the planet today has been consuming entertainment via some sort of a screen, whether it's in a movie theater, a TV set, a computer, an iPad, an iPhone. We're consuming content on screens. And most of the content that we consume, if you think about it from an entertainment angle, there's a lot of motion. There's a lot of movement. There's a lot of scene changes. So we're, we're, and that is creating engagement that the scenes keep changing. And you can watch a commercial and it'll change, you know, maybe 50 times in a minute. You're like, okay. But so we're conditioned to this movement. And then when we produce these training, our training videos, it becomes talking head and or slides and, you, and a disembodied person. And many people, if, if their presentations weren't good, 
in person, it's magnified when you're in the, in the online space because you, you, you can't even you can't read what's happening with your audience. So you need to really be thinking about creating uh, a, a, lots of changes and having really high quality visuals and movement from scene to scene to scene, going back and forth between being on camera and talking um, to the audience. Oh, you can, you're you know, giving away such nuggets here. Thank I mean, you. It's just, <laughs> you know, and, it, and it even to, to, and then, and when you think about it, um, going back to the, so yeah, recording a webinar on the surface, it makes sense. But what you want to do is think about what would this look like as an evergreen course? So when you go to do your webinar, you're, you're dividing it into segments right? and you're being mindful of, I'm going to talk for, for, I've got this, this part is five minutes. I'm going to pause. I'm going to smile at the camera. Mm. I'm going to take some questions. I'm going to pause again, smile at the camera. And what that does is it gives you space to edit. So you've got a much better chance of having a series of short, discreet recordings that then you can put together. That, yeah, because that's going to make sense. When you talk about that in webinar, there's nothing worse when I hear somebody <laughs> talking to their audience and and you know that that it's a webinar because you don't see the questions and they talk about the questions and they talk about the interaction yeah. and it's not there. It's um, not there. And, yeah, it's, it's it's or they're um, or I don't care about the questions that the people right. had in the webinar. Right. So you can what you can do if you cut them out, you know, save them and make a frequently asked questions document. That's oh. Wonderful. And wonderful then people advice. can choose to look at it or not look at it because right. adult learners want to make choices. <clears throat> Absolutely. Now, I do want to share with our listeners that if you are looking for an easy to follow step by step process to create engaging online courses, I suggest that you add Nancy's book to your library. <laughs> Bundle your brilliance. Turn your expertise into profitable <laughs> online courses in Kindle and paperback. Am I correct? Available That's in both? Correct. Yep. That's and correct. I'll have a link um, in the show notes. And congratulations as well, because I saw that your book made the top of the charts. I did. I had my 15 minutes of fame where that, uh, that's, that's that, very cool. Yeah. So. It's very fun to tackle. Um, playing the bestseller game is a lot of fun. But, yeah. Well, congrats on that. And I'll make sure Thank that you. the link's there for people Thank to, you. to grab your book. Um, I know that on a side note, Nancy is heading out this evening on a fabulous trip to start another project on a book, but that's something completely different. Um, <laughs> but I'm excited for you to be heading out and um, going oh, yes. on an adventure. Um, so how would you, Nancy, describe your audience? You know, who would be able to benefit from working with you? Well, I work with businesses of all sizes, and it really splits between um, an entrepreneurial group and where they oftentimes have written a book and they want to turn the book into a course, or they're looking at, you know, what can I do to generate some passive income, or how can I streamline what I'm doing to have more time to work with the clients that I have now? So that's um, in the one one group. Then I'll work with uh, organ. Uh, businesses, corporations, and often there, there's more of a need for training employees than training um, customers. I run into that. That's more the bulk of my work there. I'll come in, I'll act, I'll either do a specific project or I'll be a, a, a fractional 
chief learning officer to help them with strategy and planning. So it really run, you know, runs the gamut. I've, you know, I've had a, a pretty long career working in training and development, um, pretty much any type of content you can imagine and across all different types of businesses. So that's given me the ability to see a lot of patterns and how things work. So I can, I can come in and hit the round running because I, I know a little bit about a whole lot of stuff. That's wonderful. So, <laughs> I, people ask me what I'm an expert in. Well, a little bit of everything. In... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing wrong with that. Relax. Nancy, is there an upcoming project that we need to shout out about? Is there anything that's coming up next for you? Do you know, I do have a, um, a program that I'm going to start in May and it's my fast track uh, course. Okay. And what that is, is it's a three, it's three weeks and I walk people through, I teach them the methodology. And by the end of the course, they they'll have a, a good framework of what I call a design blueprint so okay. that they're ready then to move into content creation. And then that once works. that's done, um, people then off, they'll choose to continue on uh, in a group program that runs for 12 weeks where I continue to coach them, or um, they'll arrange to work with me one-on-one to uh, help them through the process. And will that be up on your website or not yet? How will they just email you? What's the best way? The best way is to email and I can, I can get you the, the actual, the registration link that you can drop into the, into the show. Wonderful. That'll be fantastic. And then I have your website, which will be in the show notes. I also have your social media connect channels, find you on Facebook and LinkedIn. And then I've also got a wonderful eight easy steps I've got a link in there um, Mm -hmm. that people can grab that um, as well. Yes. So this has been wonderful. So if this hasn't inspired you to seriously consider starting a course, including it in your coaching, I think now's the time to get hold of Nancy. So thanks, Nancy, for sharing so much wisdom and inspiration. Oh, you're very welcome. So before we sign off, I just wanted to let you know that I am your host, Carol Clegg, as a coach. I help women solopreneurs in midlife overcome procrastination, find balance in their business, and cultivate a positive mindset. Through tailored accountability and mindset coaching, you can confidently step out of overwhelm, know your worth, and create a fresh path to success. Thanks for listening. If you have been inspired by our conversation today, I'd love to ask you to share it wherever you like to share your content. Let this get out to more listeners. And I encourage you this week to explore your own way of connecting, inspiring, or creating. It will bring joy into your world. So until the next time, take care.